I will confess that Rogation Sunday is both a huge blessing to me in preparing for sermons and preaching sermons, but also a great challenge because it's, it's a mysterious sense of, I mean, if we can exit ourselves out of our own pride and stubbornness and sin, then it becomes a huge blessing. But there's that wrestle of understanding the text for today and understanding the theme for today and to approach the theme for today in humility and faith and trust. This colic was proposed in 1689 by a group of English churchmen tasked to do such things. Almighty God, who has blessed the earth that it should be fruitful and bring forth everything that is necessary for the life of man, and has commanded us to work with quietness and eat our own bread. Bless us in all our labors, and grant us such seasonable weather that we may gather in the fruits of the earth and ever rejoice in thy goodness to the praise of thy holy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Beautiful prayer. There's a handful that have been compiled over the centuries for this season. Um, some of them have just like Bishop Cousin was very involved in prayer book revision ideas. And there's one he had is equally as beautiful, maybe slightly less clear. So I chose this one. And, um, and so rogation has been a, a long history. This collect, as I said, was proposed in 1689. It fits the rogation themes of this week very well. The Rogation Days are Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week. Rogation takes its name, as I said earlier, from the Latin word rogare or rogare, which means to ask. This is the particular time of the year when we ask God's blessing upon the spring planting of the crops, which we ought still to ask, because they're still planted and they're still grown. Maybe by robots these days, I don't know, but... Um, and pray for the small farmers of America that we can keep some of these good traditions in our culture alive. This rogation tide is also a time to remember, remember boundaries of all kinds as we talk, as we walk the boundaries of our church property today in our beating of the bounds as it was known uh, in the old days uh, after our mass this morning. Good fences make good neighbors is an aphorism that helps us to understand rogation tide. Boundaries were very important in an agricultural-based economy, such as medieval England. You didn't want your neighbor to be planting and harvesting on your land, right? I mean, you needed to plant that land and harvest it yourself. The territory of the parish is also important. What church do you belong to? In the old days, literally, in that little geographic area, there's one church in every parish. Well, what church do I belong to? Well, I live here, so I go to that church. That's my church. Where were the boundaries of the territory called your hometown? The children learned very early what the boundaries were because they walked them with the whole church every year. And I know I've shared this before, but we have many people that haven't heard this, there were these traditions that are somewhat unexplainable. We don't have any explanation for them. We just know that at the sort of 
boundary markers. Maybe it's a tree, big old tree. Maybe it's a rock, a pond. The boys would be beaten at these markers. Thrown against the rock. Beat, thrown into the water. Because I think just boys have thicker skulls and they needed to learn. No, this is the boundary. Seriously. You never forget those boundary markers after you've been beaten and thrown into the water. That's my supposition. Father Blunt notes that the exhortation printed for the Rogation Days begins by saying that the principal object of the procession or perambulation, that's the walking, is that of asking God's blessing upon the land and its fruits, and adds, yet have we occasion secondarily given us in our walks on these days to consider the old ancient bounds and limits belonging to our township, etc., etc. From Bishop's Articles of Visitation of later periods, it appears that the ordinary practice was to use the litany on each of these days. So the litany was widely used, and there were perambulations or walkings around the boundaries. In a smaller town life, we can understand this a little bit more clearly. As a kid growing up in Chester, I knew that I could go out behind town and slip and fall in the quicksand and the mud pits, and I'm surprised I'm still alive, some of the adventures we were on. Jeff knows what I'm talking about. And, but... If I was just to make my way to Hamilton Branch, I would be in trouble. I could go out here and around town, out here on the field where the old uh, uh, ranch house is broken down and fall. I could do that all I want because this is still Chester. But I go over to Hamilton Branch now or Westwood, now I'm in trouble. It's just that sense of locale and, and boundaries. In our small town life that we live here, Greenville, Westwood, Susanville, these boundaries, both practical and metaphorical, are still very necessary and helpful, particularly in a life of close community. We happen to, just in small towns, you you know other people's business, but there are boundaries there, and you can try to Observe those boundaries and not go to the place in town where all you're going to hear is gossip all day long and not participate in that sort of stuff. So this idea of boundaries and rogation and and our locale and all these things, these are not new ideas. They're good for us today in many ways. We can think of, we probably just enumerate all the ways they'd be helpful for us living our lives. But the institution of Rogation Days is attributed to a bishop of the French Diocese of Vienna in 452. It's a long time ago. 452. A terrible calamity is said to have occurred to the diocese or the city of Vienna by earthquake and fire and by the incursion of wolves and other wild beasts. That sounds scary enough. On account of which the bishop set apart the three days before Ascension Day as a solemn fast during which processions with litanies were to be made throughout the diocese. The custom is supposed to have been taken up by other dioceses and to have extended itself from France to England. A more probable account is that the Rogation Days were instituted at some earlier period, before 452 A.D., for the purpose of asking God's blessing on the rising produce of the earth, and that this French bishop chose them 
as the time for a solemn observance at this time of special troubles in his day. So many scholars think that it's even earlier than 452. The Rugation days, these next three days, or indeed days of fasting and abstinence. Our prayer book makes that clear if you go read the directions at the beginning. So I encourage each of us to find a way to fast this rogation tide. Be it food, be it coffee, be it you know, whatever would be a good fast for you for three days. And ask for the things that we need in our parish life, in our parish ministries, our families, ourselves. Obviously, we need to grow this local church. Both because it is our calling to be missional, but on a practical level, we need to pay our way and move forward economically, and more parishioners means more tithes. We need to just grow and, and kind of... We got kicked back a little bit during this last season. Fire wasn't helpful. And so we need to just keep moving forward. And prayer is a huge issue. Uh, please ask God as we do each Sunday for the growth of our parish. Ask God to provide you with opportunities for sharing your faith. doesn't mean pulling out the four spiritual laws. There are many different ways we can share our faith with your neighbor, with your coworker, your friends around town. Let's invite others to join us in worshiping our God in the beauty of holiness. Our educational ministry, St. Andrew's Academy, has been through a very hard number of years lately. We are seeking the leading of the Holy Ghost and the steps we take to push forward this ministry in our local community and to the wider community. We are seeking, with the appropriate interest of local families, to relaunch our grammar school this fall. Please ask God for that. We have been blessed by God with the amazing fruitfulness of having a college ready for an initial cohort this fall. It is an answer to a decade of prayer and work to make this happen. Please ask God for an initial cohort of four to six students or even more to sign up in the next few weeks. We have been blessed with our online store to support our school ministries. 100% of the revenue of that store supports St. Andrew's uh, Academy and College. Please ask God. I mean, I mean, it's been an amazing fall and winter of success with that store. Uh, but this church season is into the long sort of non-celebratory season, if you will. I mean, we celebrate all the time, but there's no special huge days. And so our store business tends to fall off steeply. So please ask God that our store, um, online store business uh, may be taken advantage of by hundreds of parishes and individuals so that our sales might double, triple, quadruple. Uh, what's the biblical phrase? Hundredfold. My um, candle maker might kill me. Uh, we are taking a St. Andrew's College choir tour on our way back to General Council in a few weeks. Please ask God to bless that trip, to keep us safe in our travels, and to bless the times with parishes, to bless our singing and ministry, and to help us raise money for the trip itself and for the college. Let us, I guess this is a prayer too, we must pray to God, and may we have the faith to ask this week 
and every week for the things we perceive are needed this side of eternity. We may be wrong. I'm sure we often are. I'm pretty sure when I asked for that Lamborghini, hmm, it's probably not what God was thinking. But God is never wrong. Let's have the faith to ask for the blessings of our family, our spouses, our children. Have the faith to trust God with your son, your daughter, your grandchildren. Don't pray and do nothing, mind you. Live into your baptism. Live into your prayer life as you encourage others to, this, to do the same. But trust God with these things. And in that day you will ask me nothing, says Jesus in our gospel. Most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Is your joy full? Are you joyful? Are you trusting God? Are you asking God for the filling of the Holy Spirit, for the fullness of joy? I encourage you to pick a fast for this Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday and trust God and walk in peace and joy knowing that he attends to our prayers because of the atoning work of Jesus on our behalf. We are God's children. If we ask him for bread, will he give us a stone? May we grow this week in our faith. May we ask boldly for the things we perceive are needed for the growth of Christ's kingdom in our parish and ministries and in our families and in our work lives and in our own personal lives. Amen.